This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Susan. I guess you know that by now. <laughs> this is going to be a much different talk than my first two. For starters, no black jacket. I'm letting it a little bit hang out a little bit more today for you guys. <laughs> um, also, I have a headset today. I don't know if you remember my last speech, but I had a mic and it was flying all over the place. And my husband was like motioning to me to bring it toward my mouth, but I wasn't getting it. Our communication was off. Imagine that. <laughs> so, a few weeks ago, our platform host, Rochelle, said that having a guest speaker was like going on a field trip and having Reverend Jane speak was like coming home. So today, we are going on a wild field trip. So buckle up. Mm. What does the new earth mean to you? To me, it's a world where our food is grown without pesticides like Roundup, where we don't have $31 trillion in government debt, where our children don't have active shooter drills at school. Our bodies are our own property. And corporation and our governments and institutions is eliminated. And that's just a start. The new earth is created inside of us before it is created outside of us. We are the creators of the new earth. I believe 2023 and 2024 is going to usher in massive changes, big cosmic shifts, monumental themes of beginnings and endings. It will be chaotic and challenging. Why do I conclude this? A cycle is a series of events that is repeated over and over. We're all familiar with cycles, day and night, agricultural cycles, seasons, economic cycles. These are just to say a few. After much research into the sciences of economics, history, astrology, and spirituality, it suggests to me that all these cycles are converging. We can all feel it. We all know beneath the surface something is unstable. Something is amiss. I would like to share a few examples that have led me to believe that these next few years will bring substantial transformation in humanity. That is both exciting and a little scary. The yugas are a 24,000-year Hindu cycle that are broken down into periods of different evolutions in consciousness. The, the yugas start at the highest level, the age of enlightenment, and they work their way down stage by stage to the lowest level, the dark ages, the Kali Yuga, the stage of fear and scarcity, where we are now and have been for some time. According to many ancient texts and prophecies, the Kali Yuga is ending in 2025, bringing collapses due to wars, environmental catastrophes, and cosmic changes. We have 250-year technological cycles. I'm sorry, 250-year revolutionary cycles. 250 years ago, it was the French and the American revolutions resulting in our current democracy today. 
250 years ago prior to that, it was the Protestant Reformation challenging the power in the Catholic Church. We see civil dissent and social unrest starting in many countries, including our own. Astrological cycles. Pluto is the sign of transformation, renewal, and destruction. It marks endings and new beginnings. Pluto changing signs creates huge cosmic shifts, and it recently moved into Aquarius at the end of March. Pluto had been in Capricorn for the last 15 years. Capricorn rules banking, governments, politics. With Pluto and Capricorn, we have seen our governments and corporations grow in power and control. Pluto entering Aquarius is the era of community, innovation, peace, and equality. Aquarius is a collaboration, a shift from the top down, power to the people, freedom, and grassroots movements. You may be surprised to know that the sun also has a cycle an 11-year cycle, an 11-year activity cycle. During this time, the power of the solar flares and geomagnetic storms increase and will peak in 2024 and 2025. Many of us know the effect the moon has on us, but we don't think of the sun in the same way. These strong solar flares and CMEs, more frequent than previous years, and stronger by a factor of 10, can create as much energy as a billion hydrogen bombs. These radiation storms on the sun can harm satellites, communication systems, power grids, and GPSs. If they can have this effect on these systems, think what effect they can have on us as energetic beings. New layers of light codes and energy are available to us, bringing us new ascension codes and assisting in our transformation. Another example is two, two books by Sharif Abdullah. I bring up Sharif as he came and spoke to us here at Unity a year or two ago. Sharif is an African-American attorney with many national accolades practicing in Portland who authored the books The Chronicles of the Upheavals and The Chronicles of the Awakening. These books were downloaded or revealed to him while fasting in a cave in the Himalayas. Sharif says, how many black guys from New Jersey can begin a sentence while I was fasting in a cave? Probably not many. <laughs> I speak about Sharif because he is someone you met. And in my opinion, there is no way he could have foresaw what he wrote in his book six years ago without a divine download. He says, if you've ever had a divine inspiration, then you know what it feels like. One minute it wasn't there, and the next minute it was. Sharif shows us a view of what life looks like 100 years from now as we move through this collapse and rebirth. If I had more time, I could share many more examples with you. Systems come and go. The world as we know it today is changing. Many people don't do well with change. We all would like to think things will stay relatively the same. Many of us can only imagine a better version of today. We can't conceive radical innovation. Time will speed up, and a lot of information will be available to us. There will be huge leaps in our understanding. 
we are between two trapezes. Like it or not, we are entering a new world where we are leaving the old corrupt systems behind and stepping into a new paradigm where we can create something much more just and equitable. This isn't going to be easy. Any top-down structure, whether it's governments, institutions, or corporations that have held power over us but don't have our highest good at heart will crumble. Anything not of love will collapse. These institutions that have been foundation on our lives will start to not function properly. Any lack of integrity, transparency, and accountability will be revealed. We are at a major tipping point for humanity. We will be at a very different place in a year from now than we are now. It's hard to overstate the enormity of the times we are living in. We are in a crucible of the shift from the old world to the new. How will we navigate these tumultuous times in history? What takes the place of these old systems is up to us. Imagine there was one life preserver thrown in some ocean somewhere, and there was one turtle in all of these oceans swimming underwater. The probability that you incarnated on this planet at this time is the same as that turtle sticking its head up underwater into the middle of that life preserver on one try. We were chosen to be here at this time. We have helped with the transformation of humanity in other lifetimes and on other planets. It is a great honor to be here on Earth, and we all volunteered. We are on the verge of a global awakening. Changes are going to be coming very rapidly. Serious changes. One for the record books. An intensity that will be hard to process. We are moving away from safety and security. We are being asked to trust the cycles of the universe. I am not sharing these controversial topics to create fear. Rather, I believe if we're prepared mentally for the changes ahead, we will be in a much better position to thrive. Am I getting a signal? Okay, let's see if that's better. Hey, I got it this time. My communication was better. <laughs> yeah. I am not sharing these controversial topics to create fear. Rather, I believe if we are prepared mentally for the changes ahead, we will be in a much better position to thrive. We won't be blindsided by the revelations and the upheavals. We will embrace the metamorphosis, the messiness, and the discomfort. These are a few simple reminders I hope you might find helpful in making this transition easier. Of course, the usual meditation, breathing nature, and bare feet on the ground are always beneficial. There will be a ton of drama around the collapse. Let's not focus on endings. Focus on new beginnings. 
we need a mindset to be comfortable with the uncertainty that is accelerating. The narrative is designed to keep us in confusion and fear. Fear makes us vulnerable. Fear divides us. In unity, we have strength. Ray Dalio, billionaire investor and hedge fund extraordinaire, when asked what the one factor that will improve the ease of this time, I was expecting a detailed financial response, said, how we treat each other. When you are on a plane and you hit turbulence, what does Robin the pilot do? She takes the plane up higher to get to smooth air. When things get bumpy or overwhelming, that's what we need to do, go higher. It is our spiritual responsibility to stay in a high frequency. What frequency am I going to live in? We each affect the collective. Whatever frequency we are at, we can't stop helping or affecting the collective. Be like a chess player. Think of even small decisions 10 steps ahead. Let's not think of what might be convenient for us today. Don't fall for the easy path. Tiny decisions can lead you in the right or wrong place you want to be. Let's not give away our freedom and power to get perceived safety and security. When we give away our power, it's the beginning and the end to the world we know is possible. Let your inner guidance be your truth meter. Don't rely on outside events, news, or people for your truth, including me today. Ask yourself, what is my knowing? What do I know to be true inside of me? The part of you that doesn't need to be taught. Don't be persuaded by other people's ideas of what society and the world should look like. Healthy skepticism, eyes wide open, what we see on the surface isn't real. We know what is true for us, and we know what is true for our families. So the things I hope you will remember from today, we all volunteered to be here at this time, and all of us are supremely qualified to usher in this new golden age. And what a reward it is to be here now. We are divine beings. Honor your divinity. Be the eagles looking up from the perch, not the pigeons pecking around in the street. Stay in a high frequency. No judgment, no divisiveness. You can't be in the light when you put someone else in the dark. Community. It is a critical part of this transformation. Community may be the most important thing we have and what saves us all. I suspect this statement will continue to become more and more relevant. Ask yourselves, is this the community of individuals that have my same shared values? If the answer is yes, then we need to support this community with our time, money, and energy. If the answer is no, then it's vital you find a community that has shared values that resonate with you. Community is our life raft. When we look back at this time in history, we want to feel proud of our role, our legacy. What did we create? 
what did we stand for? Let's shift our mindset. Let's shift our perception. Shift our focus. Let's shift the timeline of the entire collective. It's up to us. We have the power to create the direction of the new Earth. It's our responsibility to look within, rise above the polarity, and see above the storm. Together, we got this. Thank <laughs> you.